Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids! We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. Can I tell them about letters from Momo? Go ahead. I want to send you a real letter in the mail once a month. In my letters, I will tell you more silly forest stories, talk about virtues, and show you a real historical person who practiced that virtue. Oh, and uh, I'll also talk about acorns. If you would like to get letters from Momo in the mail once a month, just ask your adult to visit lamplighterkids.com. If you sign up before the 20th, you will get a letter from Momo for that month. Visit lamplighterkids.com for more information. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. everyone and welcome back. It's been a while since my last episode because we've been working on... Momo, what is that sound? What are you wearing? Oh, sorry. I didn't know these leaves would be so loud. They're kind of itchy too. Why are you wearing a bunch of leaves? It looks like you actually sewed them together to make a, a robe? I did sew them together to make a robe. Isn't it beautiful and uh, kind of itchy? I wanted to really enjoy the last leaves of autumn, so I decided to pick out the most colorful ones and sew myself a robe out of them. Oh, I see. Well, that's a uh, beautiful, Momo. But I think the sound is a little distracting to our listeners. I was just about to tell them why we haven't had a story in a while. Oh, yes! Well, let me just take this off for a moment so we can hear better. (sighs) There we go. Okay, I'm ready. Why haven't we had a story in a while? All right. Well, Momo and I have been working very hard on our first Lamplighter storybook. It's so close to being done, and we can't wait to share it with you when it's finished. I got to write my story about how I became a talking squirrel and how I met Rebecca. The kids are going to be so excited to hear a little bit more about you, aren't they, Momo? And I think it'll be fun to have some pictures to go along with our stories. Yes, I'm so excited about it. But since it's not ready right now at this very moment, and since my loud leaf robe is off, Could you share a story with me? That sounds good, Momo. Today's story is a wonderful tale about science and pumpkin patches and thankfulness. Mrs. Smith had been growing pumpkins every year for nearly 40 years now. She'd plant the seeds in the late spring, and by fall, her field was full of big orange pumpkins. She loved growing pumpkins because she loved watching the families from town drive up to pick out their perfect pumpkins each fall. The look of happiness on their faces as they wandered through her pumpkin patch never grew old. She was always left with such feelings of thankfulness each year after her pumpkins sold out. 
She never had a family of her own, but she felt like all the townsfolk were her family. She loved them very much and loved to grow the biggest, roundest, orangest pumpkins just for them. One day when Mrs. Smith was thinking about how thankful she was for her friends in town, she began to wonder about something. She began to wonder if she could make her pumpkins even better, even more exciting for the kids who came. She wanted to give the lovely people in her town something extraordinary. So she wondered, could she somehow create colorful pumpkins? Once she thought of this question, she couldn't stop thinking about it. Why did pumpkins always have to be orange? Wouldn't it be so much more exciting if they came in rainbow colors? So, out of her thankfulness for the town folk, Mrs. Smith began a mission to create the world's first ever colorful pumpkins. She started by borrowing some books from the library to study science and seeds and how things grow. Then she bought microscopes, petri dishes, and test tubes for conducting experiments at home. Every day, she would sit at her kitchen table, books open, strange things brewing here and there, surrounded by many pumpkins all around. One day, while Mrs. Smith was carefully cutting into a pumpkin seed to see the inside, there came a knock at the door. Oh, well, I wonder who that could be, said Mrs. Smith, who hadn't been expecting any company today. She walked over her creaky floorboards and opened the door to see a lady and a small girl standing there holding hands. Hello, my name is Shanice and this is my daughter Aaliyah. We just moved into that house up the road and we wanted to come say hi and meet our new neighbor. The lady, Shanice, held her hand out and Mrs. Smith shook it with a smile. Oh, well, I was wondering who moved in over there. She looked up her dirt road and onto the hill that rose above it. She had noticed moving trucks going in and out of that house for a week now. Welcome to the neighborhood. And who might you be? She said, looking down at the girl. My name is Aaliyah. The small girl smiled up at Mrs. Smith. But when she looked past her at the kitchen table, her eyes grew wide. Oh, wow. Look at all those scientific things on your table. Ooh, a microscope. Mama, she has a microscope. Janice laughed. I see, baby girl. She looked at Mrs. Smith. Our daughter here loves everything science-y. She's been begging us to get her a microscope forever now. We've just been so busy with moving and everything, we haven't even had time to look for one. Mrs. Smith smiled wide. Oh, well, if you'd like, you're welcome to come in and see mine. I can show you what the inside of a pumpkin seed looks like. Oh, yes, please! Aaliyah said, letting go of her mother's hand and clapping. Please, Mama, can we go see? Shanice laughed. Well, I can't say no to that if Mrs. Smith is sure that she trusts you next to her expensive equipment over there. Oh, it's no problem at all, Mrs. Smith said, opening the door wider and letting the couple in. The three of them spent the next hour looking through microscopes, talking about pumpkins, and getting to know each other. Mrs. Smith found out that Aaliyah had just started third grade in the town school. I really miss my old friends. I didn't really want to move here, Aaliyah said sadly. Ah, well, I understand that, Mrs. Smith said. I didn't want to move here either long, long ago, but I promise you this town is just delightful. I'm thankful every day that I get to live here now. 
Aaliyah smiled and then began asking questions about the science tools again. Soon, Shanice told Mrs. Smith that they needed to head back to the house to unpack, so they all said goodbye. Before they went, though, they arranged another day for Aaliyah to come over and help Mrs. Smith with some simple experiments. Aaliyah was so excited for this, and Mrs. Smith watched her skip all the way home. As she made her way back to the table full of test tubes, her heart was filled with a new wave of thankfulness. She was thankful for new neighbors who seemed nice and for the opportunity to have Aaliyah live next to her. She knew what it felt like to move to a new place and hoped that she could help Aaliyah to see just how wonderful this town was. Aaliyah and her mother came to visit Mrs. Smith many times over the next couple weeks, and their friendship grew. On one of those days, Mrs. Smith told Aaliyah about her goal to create colorful pumpkins. Aaliyah loved the idea and asked if she could help her. Shanice and Mrs. Smith agreed that Aaliyah could come over once a week after school by herself. She could become Mrs. Smith's scientific assistant. Aaliyah was overjoyed at this she was already beginning to feel more and more thankful about this new town of hers. Okay, do you remember what the scientific method is? Mrs. Smith asked Aaliyah one day as they sipped on tea and dropped some pink liquid over a few pumpkins. Observation, question, hypothe hypothesis, experiment, and conclusion, said Aaliyah as she handed Mrs. Smith two more small pumpkins. She adjusted her goggles as she watched the pink drops soak into the skin of the pumpkin. Very good, Mrs. Smith said. And now that we've finished our four experiments for today, I think it's time for you to head back home. But first, let's check the other pumpkins to see if their colors stayed. They both took off their gloves and glasses and went to the living room, where there were three long tables set up, each one full of pumpkins. The pumpkins all had pieces of paper taped to them with information so they could remember what experiments they had done. Some of the pumpkins had strange colors growing on them, and others were just orange. Hmm. Aaliyah looked over each one carefully. Nope, none of these look very successful. Mrs. Smith sighed. Oh, well, maybe next time. Aaliyah packed up and said goodbye when the door closed behind her. Mrs. Smith went back to the room and looked at all the failed pumpkins. They had been working on this for so long already. Maybe it was time to just give up on the experiment. She knew that Aaliyah would be very sad if they did, but she couldn't think of any other way to make pumpkins colorful. Maybe she wouldn't be able to surprise the people of the town like she had hoped. Next morning, Aaliyah came running into Mrs. Smith's house, talking very fast. Hi, Mrs. Smith. Okay, so yesterday I was working on our problem, the problem of colorful pumpkins, and I had an idea. Look! Aaliyah grabbed her notebook and opened it up, showing Mrs. Smith lots of pictures of colorful pumpkins and the names of different ingredients. I was thinking that we haven't tried these ingredients mixed together yet. We've tried all the other ones, but not these. Mrs. Smith took a deep breath. She had just been finishing her cup of tea, and she knew that she had to tell Aaliyah it was time to give up. She started to talk, but Aaliyah was off, running toward the dining room table and grabbing ingredients. 
Aaliyah, I need to talk to you, Mrs. Smith said, following her. Just a moment, Miss Smith, I want to mix these like this and uh, some of this over here. Aaliyah dropped some white powder in. And some of this in here and then give it a mix. Before she could finish her sentence, there was a loud pop in the room. Colorful waves of smoke exploded out of the bowl in front of Aaliyah. Mrs. Smith yelled and pulled Aaliyah away. The two of them ran around the corner, coughing and wiping their eyes from the smoke. Are you okay? Mrs. Smith said, looking at Aaliyah all over. Aaliyah nodded. Then she peeked around the corner, and her eyes started growing wider and wider. What's wrong? Mrs. Smith said, wondering if the smoke had gotten to her head or something. Aaliyah continued to stare with wide eyes and slowly lifted a hand to point at the table. Mrs. Smith turned her head around the corner to see what she was pointing at. There, on the table, were five colorful rainbow pumpkins. The two of them ran over. Aaliyah tried to wipe the color off the pumpkins, but it didn't come off. Mrs. Smith began to sniff them. Oh, oh my, they all smell so sweet, like candy. She grabbed a cutting knife nearby and cut a small piece off the bright purple pumpkin and tasted it. Oh, wow, Mrs. Smith said, her eyes lighting up. Try this. Aaliyah and Mrs. Smith tried a small piece of all the pumpkins, and sure enough, they tasted just as good as they smelled, like sweet pumpkin candy. And then the realization hit them. They had done it. Not only had they found a scientific way to make pumpkins colorful, but somehow it also made them very tasty, too. The two friends began to jump up and down, clapping and dancing around the house. After that, Mrs. Smith and Aaliyah made more of their special pumpkin solution, this time making sure to duck each time the explosion happened, and went outside to the pumpkin patch. Slowly, they poured a little solution over each pumpkin, watching as they turned different colors. Before they knew it, they were staring out at a large pumpkin patch full of colorful pumpkins. Bright yellows, blues, and purples shimmered under the sun. Reds and greens sparkled in the dirt. Aaliyah and Mrs. Smith stood back, marveling at the miracle. I can't believe we did it, said Mrs. Smith. The people of town are going to be so excited when they see this. I'm so thankful for you, Aaliyah. Mrs. Smith put her arm around the girl. Without you moving to town and helping me out, we never would have found a way to make pumpkins colorful. And without you, added Aaliyah, I never would have known how to work a microscope the way I do now. I'm thankful we moved right next door to you. Soon they headed back to the house. The only thing left to do was to plan a big party so that everyone could come out and see the colorful pumpkins. People were amazed when they arrived at Mrs. Smith's for her fall party. At first, they thought that Mrs. Smith had taken the time to paint every pumpkin. But when they found out that the pumpkins were naturally colorful, they stood in awe. Mrs. Smith began to serve the sweet pumpkins to everyone, surprising them yet again that these pumpkins not only sparkled with color, but also tasted wonderful too. After everyone had eaten, Mrs. Smith invited Aaliyah to stand up with her on her old wooden trailer. 
Thank you, everyone, for coming out today, she began. You have all been so kind to me, and I just wanted to say thank you. I also wanted to thank my new friend, Aaliyah. She worked hard with me to make these pumpkins colorful. I'm thankful for her help, but more than that, I'm thankful to have found a new friend. I'm thankful for you and for everybody here. I hope you like these pumpkins that we made for you. When I was all alone, you made me feel so dear, which helped me feel so happy living here. Thankfulness is like a sunny day, it's like a easy way to see the good things in our life, and we are thankful for our friends, for our neighbors' helping hands, for colorful pumpkins and everything that we have, that we have. Yes, thankfulness makes us feel glad. Thankfulness makes us feel glad. From then on, every year, Mrs. Smith had the world's only colorful pumpkin patch. People came from far and wide just to see it, but her favorite people were the ones from her very own town. It was thankfulness in Mrs. Smith's heart that began this adventure. Thankfulness for the people around her and for the place she lived. Sometimes, when thankfulness plants its seeds deep in your heart, beautiful things begin to grow. Wow! I wonder if I could make colorful acorns with those scientific ingredients. I'm sure if you found the right way to do it, but it did take them quite a while and a lot of experiments to find it. Yeah, you're right. Also, I like acorns just the way they are. So brown, so crunchy. Mmm, I'm thankful for acorns. Well, that's perfect because our virtue in this episode is... Thankfulness. Thankfulness means that you feel happy for the good things in your life. Everybody has something good in their life, but sometimes when we are busy or grumpy or tired, it's easy to forget about them. I know I've done that before. It's a good habit to make sure that we take time to be thankful about all the things we love in our life. Our family, friends, our house and toys, the food we eat and the teachers we have. I'm sure our list of thankfulness could go on for a long time. All right, it's question time. Question one, what things are you thankful for today? Question two, what does it feel like when you are thankful? Well, Momo, that's the end of our story today. And we already announced the news about our book coming out. So I guess you can put your leaf robe back on again if you want. Oh, thank you. I'm also thankful for this leaf robe, even though it is pretty itchy. Hey, do you want to come with me as I stroll around the forest and show everyone my robe? My friends would love to see it. That sounds great, Momo. Thanks for joining us for another Lamplighter story. We look forward to sharing more stories with you very soon.
for listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you're interested in subscribing to Letters from Momo, just visit our website at lamplighterkids.com. I also love to hear from my listeners. You can email me anytime at lamplighterkids at gmail.com.